Hey, if you're a repeat listener, please leave us a review or a rating. It would really help catapult us into the top 100. We're bouncing in and out on a weekly basis, and a review or a rating from you on your favorite podcast app would go a long way. Thanks so much. Welcome to the Dropship Podcast, where you'll learn how to build and grow a high-ticket dropshipping business and hear stories from successful e-commerce entrepreneurs. Let's kick this thing off. Hey, welcome to the Dropship Podcast, another Tactical Tuesday episode, and we have recently compared affiliate marketing and Amazon FBA and other things to high-ticket dropshipping. Today, we're going to compare eBay dropshipping to high ticket dropshipping and also kind of talk about how you can like combine these things or you know maybe do some little side hustle ideas I don't know I've got a few things rattling around in my brain so um this one to me John this is so simple as far as like mm. the comparing because I don't it's I don't think it is a comparison but it also like isn't such a bad thing to think about utilizing eBay as a channel either Absolutely. So one of the things when people are starting out in high ticket, uh, in, in dropshipping, they start researching it, you'll come across people who are like, hey, you can dropship products on eBay. So what does that mean? Well, it means basically you're using eBay as the platform to make your sales. So you're still getting products from somewhere, from someone, and you're listing them on eBay for people to buy them. And when somebody buys them, they, are, you know, you're, you're then processing that sale through wherever you're getting the product from. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of similar to running your own dropshipping business on a website you own, but instead of having your own website that you own and all that sort of thing uh, and a back end and all that sort of thing, you just use eBay as your platform. Um, and, you know, I think that's not a terrible thing to do, but I think there's some definite disadvantages to using eBay as your platform. Um, as opposed to having your own website that you're that you're in more control of, and so a couple of those things quite easily are if you similar to using Amazon. If you're on eBay, you have to stick to eBay's rules. If eBay thinks that you haven't stuck to their rules, they can shut you down overnight. Basically, they can push you down in their algorithm so nobody sees your products anymore. Uh, their algorithm is incredibly simple and crude, uh, and uh, in my experience and that happens often. Um, and so once again, you're, you're basically relying on eBay for every aspect of your business. And they're a huge company. I would argue often they don't care about you that much. And so, you know, at the end of the day, the question is, do you want to be in control of your business or let somebody else control your business? And they're going to take fees too, right? Like you, you got to pay 10%, you got to yeah. pay the 3% processing. Uh, so it's not just cut and dry. Like, but I, I, look, I think a lot of people are using this the same way they were doing Amazon arbitrage. And we talked about it in a previous episode, uh, comparing Amazon FBA, I believe. I, I know people who were grabbing things from Walmart and listing them on Amazon and marking them up 30, 40, 50%. And people were buying them, right? Because it's Amazon. And I think the same thing's happening on eBay uh, that you just simply go find another product, list it on eBay, mark it way up. Um, and if somebody buys it, great. You're just drop shipping it. So I, look, I can see the allure of somebody like, you know, I don't really have to do much work here. And when sales come in, it's going to be all gravy. I, look, people do this with my pet products, right? So I own ParamountPetHealth.com. I sell on Amazon. I sell on our website. I sell on Chewy. You can go on eBay and you'll find my products marked way up uh, and they're selling. You can see that they've sold. You can see that people are buying them and they're just going to Amazon and shipping them or coming to our website and having us ship them. And so look, it works. I don't want to bash on this, but I do think like I don't, it's not sustainable in my opinion. It's not a place you can grow a real business, but I bet you can make some cash on the side, John. And there's nothing wrong with cash flow. Like I, I, I see the allure here, if I'm honest. 
I just want to jump in here real quick and say, if you're loving this show, the number one thing you can do to help us right now is to smash that subscribe or follow button and leave us a review. It really does help us to grow this show and reach more people. And you can do it right now while you're listening. And also, if you've got a friend or two that you know should be listening to this show, make sure you share it with them or just send them to dropshippodcast.com. We'd love to have them join us as well. And real quick, I've got two additional dropshipping resources that we would love to share with you. The first is our free dropshipping Facebook group called The Dropship Tribe. It's all about high-ticket dropshipping, and you can learn a ton in there. All you need to do is jump onto Facebook and search The Dropship Tribe, or go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash dropship tribe and hit the join button. Now, if you're loving the Dropship Podcast and you want more, we actually have a members-only version of this show where we go even deeper into high-ticket dropshipping. We do question and answers with our members, website reviews, teardowns, and a whole bunch of other fun stuff. It's just $5 an episode, which is like a cup of coffee. And as a bonus, you get free access to our entire back catalog of episodes when you join. So you can binge it without paying a cent. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash dropship podcast. And just as a note, you can find the links to both of those resources below in the show notes. Now let's dive back into the show. Yeah, look, I mean, we talk a lot and say that dropshipping is is a simple business model. The way that we do it, the way that we talk about, and it is, eBay dropshipping is an even more simple business model, right? You, You don't have to build a website. You don't have to do all of that stuff. You're just kind of putting products out there and if they sell, they sell, right? You, you make a little bit of money. So it's super, super simple. I get that too, right? I mean, if you have, if your interest was just seeing if you can sell something online, that might be probably one of the quickest ways you could do it, right? Just find a product, mark it up a little bit, put it on, flip it onto eBay and sell it, right? You've sold a product. Great. Well done. But are you going to turn that into a, into a eight-figure a year business? Probably not. Probably not, if that's what you're interested in. Is it going to be a business that you can sell at some point? No, not really. Nobody wants to buy that business. Um, And like I say, you could get shut down at any time. You know, you don't own anything. You don't have an asset um, and and you're not really in control. So, you know, that's that's the downside. But yeah, totally. Could be an attractive little thing to do. I think you can do it outside of dropshipping too. So, you know, early on in my story, I was going to garage sales. And uh, shockingly, people like have new stuff just laying in their house that they'll put on the garage sale. And so I would just like scan it in the eBay app and be like, oh, it's selling for 10 times more on eBay. I'm getting it for a dollar here and I'd flip it. You know, Gary V has a uh, flip life like he goes to garage. If you haven't watched any of those YouTube videos, by the way, go watch Gary V at a garage sale. Fucking awesome. <laughs> like that's hustle. I kind of want to go do that. I should have done it this summer and recorded like that's that seems like a lot of fun. And uh, so look, there's money to be made there. And so here, look, here's another idea. I'm not even going to give I'm not going to give it quite away, but I'll give it close. There is a coffee place that is nowhere around me. And when we travel and we uh, find this place, I go there every time because their coffee is fantastic and they do not sell their coffee online. You have to buy it there. You have to buy it ground, which is a little weird because I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a, you know, I want to grind my own beans kind of guy. But anyway, so I know some folks 
uh, you're probably listening to this, Kellen, who knows where to get this coffee for me. It's in your town. And I've asked many times, can you ship some of that to me? Because I really think you if you just list this, I can't be the only one who doesn't have any like this near me and would pay for that coffee. So like, look, I think there's opportunity everywhere, whether it's drop shipping, whether it's like going to garage sales or going to the clearance aisle or finding some, you know, boutique coffee that you love that is uh, well known in some other parts of the country and not in yours. I think there's an opportunity to make cash flow here. But that's where I think it ends. Like you got to take that cash flow and flip it into something that's actually going to be a real meaningful business and something that's going to work for you while you're not working, right? And I just don't think that's the case with this one. And I do obviously we love high ticket drop shipping on this channel, and we we've broken it down quite well. I that's what I would do. I think I would like this is a, another idea where you can go make some cash and then turn that into building a real business. And the cool thing about eBay as well is if you go down the route of building your own business, you can still sell the stuff you're selling on that business via eBay. So like if you build build your own website on Shopify, as, as we talk about doing, you can take really easily, really easily. There's like a plugin to do it. You can take your products from your Shopify site and automatically list them all on eBay, right? And when you make a sale, that sale pulls back over into your Shopify site and you fulfill the product like you would. And so that's something I used to do in Australia a ton. In fact, on my first business, I used to make 25% of my sales via eBay, by that that sort of connection. So definitely, and, and there's other marketplace type uh, platforms like eBay that you can do the same. And so definitely that's something that I do recommend doing. If the fees and all of that um, make sense, given your the margins in on your dropship products, then you should definitely do it. Um, you know, there is no reason why you would turn your back on sales. eBay has a has a customer base, and if you can sell to them, why wouldn't you? One caveat, and I don't know if it's the case in Australia, John. There's definitely plenty of suppliers in America who are like, you are not selling on eBay. Like they don't want you on Amazon, they don't want you on eBay, and so uh, you know, if you are selling this. You know, talk to your supplier. Make sure that you're not breaking any rules. Because I know of someone, a, a acquaintance, we'll call him. Uh, who had a high ticket dropshipping business. He listed his stuff on eBay uh, under a name that wasn't recognizable. And he was like, I'm getting away with it. Look at these. I'm marking it up. I'm getting so I'm doing so well. Uh, and then the manufacturer ordered one from him. And they were like, well, this is where it came from. And this is where you live. And they cut him off completely on his dropshipping store too. So like, you know, just be mm. careful. Make sure your supplier's on board with this. I don't know whether that's a big thing in, in Australia or not, but it's definitely a big thing in America that, you know, they're not looking for fly-by-night sellers. Uh, and that's what yep. they assume you are if you're selling on a third-party site. Yeah. Uh, that's a great point. Absolutely the case. Um, uh, less so in Australia, though, for sure, um, to have those sort of rules. And I, I think that's probably because we've had platforms like Amazon in our market for a lot a lot shorter amount of time um, than you guys have. But uh, This one's interesting. Yeah. Like, I think the clear winner here is high-ticket dropshipping, but I would recommend like, if you're listening to this and you're interested, go find a product on walmart.com that you love. Might, might be like uh, Lightning McQueen bedding or something like that, and go list it on mm-hmm. eBay mark it up 50% and just see what happens. Like it probably will sell it. And the beauty of, uh, of eBay is you can go see what sold and, and what price it sold at. Um, and that's helpful when you want to actually let go list stuff. So uh, I, I would encourage anyone listening to this. You want to go make a few bucks, go make a few bucks. Uh, you want to build a real business. Uh, come see what John and I are doing at dropshipbreakthrough.com and uh, go find some high ticket products and build a high ticket business. Thanks for listening to the Dropship Podcast. You can find all the show notes for this episode at dropshippodcast.com. And if you're ready to take the next step in your dropshipping journey, we invite you to join us inside Dropship Breakthrough, where John and I will walk you through step-by-step in starting your own high-ticket dropshipping e-commerce business. 
But that's not all. Dropship Breakthrough will also teach you everything you'll need to know to grow your business and take it to the next level. So head over to dropshipbreakthrough.com and sign up for our free training that will help you take the first steps towards building and growing your own profitable high-ticket dropshipping business.